It's the Cash All Podcast, breaking down trends in design, web, social media, brands, tech, and more. I'm your host, Brandon Peterson. A while back ago, I gave the case of why you need to be using Canva. You need to be using Canva as a designer, a content creator, a social media manager, an educator, in my case, a communication specialist. Any career can probably benefit with the use of Canva in your workflow. And in that podcast episode, as if I didn't give you enough compelling reasons for you to try it, well, a week or so later, Canva announced it was releasing something called Magic Studio, Studio, Studio. What is Magic Studio? Well, Canva Magic Studio is a suite of artificial intelligence-powered tools that are used inside Canva. Am I all in on this AI-powered stuff? Still not sure. To be determined by Brandon Peterson. Nevertheless, I do think it's important to talk about these features to give you a little info about them and to let you, the listeners, decide whether or not you want to use them. Here's what they offer. The first one, Magic Write. This is similar to what many of you have used if you've tried ChatGTP or Google Bard or anything like that. They give you the prompt, you type it in, and it gives you some typed out information. Now, they prompt you by explaining this is a brainstorming idea uh, place to generate ideas rather than using it for your actual content. So it says something like, like generating brainstorms after you type it. You know, so they're trying to get you to go along the lines of saying something like, hey, what are some good ideas for a podcast episode that centers around Canva or Hey, what are some features that Canva has that would make a good podcast episode? Versus write me a podcast episode that I can use to, you know, that I can read word for word and tell people about Canva. Now, in this case, I, I've not used any artificial intelligence for this episode. I didn't use any of it for that. That was just an example. The next one we have on there, Magic Design. This allows you to create templates and content with a prompt. So maybe you're working for a business or a brand and you type in the prompt company recruiting poster template and it builds something up for you or a birthday invitation for a unicorn themed birthday party or a educational presentation, a slideshow presentation that shows key parts of the industrial revolution, something like that. It'll give you your content, and then you can go in and change it up, make it match your brand and all those type of things. So that could be useful for some. Next one is Magic Switch. Now, I think this is the most non-controversial of all of them. Uh, The main thing it's used for is swapping dimensions. I made something for Instagram, and I know I need to make it a different size for Twitter, and I know I need to make it a different size for TikTok and all these other platforms that are out there. No problem. I can just go in there, I can select those options, and then it resizes it. It moves the content around, it resizes it, and makes it available for all those different platforms that I select. That's pretty awesome. So it resizes it and rearranges it how it sees fit. Is it perfect? No, but it's nice to have And then once it's done, I can go in and fine-tune it if I need to. Uh, There's also the option in there to translate languages. Very huge if you have a diverse audience. 
Um, we know like when we post things online, if there's a graphic with text in it and then you have the post with text, someone who doesn't speak English, you know, they can or any language, you know, uh, they can translate the language in the app and you read that text. But the graphic, if it has text in the graphic, that's not going to be translated. So this allows you to make that graphic in a few different languages to you know, make your content more accessible uh, to whoever you're trying to reach as your audience. So I think that's pretty cool, pretty non-controversial, and probably the best use of, of uh, Magic Studio, in my opinion. Uh, the next one that we have on here is Magic Media. You can use text-to-image. We've seen this available for Canva. It's getting a little more refined. Uh, it's fun just to play around with to see the results you get. It's fun to use with students. Like, hey, you could use it as a class discussion. Like, hey, let's do a little Mad Lib here. Give me an adjective. Give me a noun, you know, and then you put it together. And then type that in your Mad Libs prompt. And then, hey, it works out. You get to see how accurate it was at finding that out on there. So that's kind of a cool thing. And uh, one of my friends, uh, Professor Shrek, kudos to him for sharing that idea with me. I... I got that idea from someone else, and I want to give him credit for that because he's an awesome professor. Um, there's also a beta form of text-to-video that can do some things that are fun to play around with. Um, I think this could be helpful with social media posts. It could be helpful for short-form content, all those kind of things. Um, in most cases for me, if I'm going to use Magic Media for content, Maybe I have a post that I made and I just haven't found a cool background for it. And so I might put something in there like neon blue and dark blue swirly gradient and then see what comes out and then put that in the background. So it's nothing that I'm I'm not making something overly artistic with it or trying to create a new logo with it or anything. Uh, but it's just something that's in the background that enhances the image is probably how I use those kind of things the most. Um, Magic Expand, it allows you to take a photo that has poor framing or maybe was cropped out and you can expand the picture and it generates what should be around the person, you know, so if they were outside, maybe it's going to generate this, the blue sky with the clouds around the person. Um, pretty useful. Magic Grab allows you to select the subject so you can move and resize it, kind of like you would do with Photoshop a little bit with some photo manipulations and compositions. Uh, so that could be useful. Magic Edit allows you to change the content in the photo by selecting what you want to change and then typing in a prompt. If I had a dress shirt on and I highlighted a strip down the middle of the dress shirt and typed in necktie, then it's going to put a tie on the shirt. You know, you can, you can do some crazy stuff with that, which is pretty cool. Uh, Magic Eraser, Background Remover, all those things, pretty standard of what you would expect. And shoot, we see these options in a lot of uh, photo apps with with phones uh, in the cameras, in the camera app for the phones uh, that they have nowadays. Uh, there's a Magic Animate that allows Canva to help you decide what should have movement and how it's going to move. And then finally, there's the good old uh, Magic Morph. This turns words and shapes into objects with a prompt. So if I had some letters that said like happy birthday, I could select those words and then uh, go in there and type in a prompt 
to turn the letters into foil hot air balloons, you know, and then I get those foil balloon look uh, for the letters. Some of these features can be used for free uh, with Canva. And on some of them, I'm able to try it with my education account that I have, uh, but I'm not able to use all of them. So it's, it's something if you have the free version or an education account, you can get in and try these different features around. Uh, otherwise, some of them are only used for for like the paid subscription of Canva and all that kind of stuff. So that's something to keep in mind as you do this. And and maybe if you're not too sure about it and you know somebody who has an account, you could have them let you try it out and see what you think. If Because maybe you're on the fence of whether or not you want to buy Canva. Um, and maybe you try it out and you like it and then you're going to have access to those. And maybe... They're not that important to you, and you're still going to use the free version. Me personally, like I pay for Adobe uh, Creative Cloud, so I, I have a paid subscription for Adobe Express. In Canva, I use the free version. So that's kind of how it works for me. I'm not trying to sell this to you or anything like that. Um, I use the free version for it. And there we have it. What do you think of these options with Canva Magic? Are you all in on this AI or are you totally against it? Or are you like me still deciding, still weighing out the pros and cons, trying it, seeing, seeing if it looks good, seeing if I feel horrible about myself for using it and that kind of thing. Um, but I think you should at least give it a try. See if it can offer you anything for your workflow. And then after that, decide if it's right for you. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe if you like what you heard. And I'm always looking to connect on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and YouTube at Code Peterson. You can also check out my webpage, CodePeterson.com.